This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by the Chief Innovation Officer of Children's National in Washington, D.C., Kawale Eskandenian, also has a couple other roles. So tell us about those roles, about a career, about Chief Innovation Officer role, and more. Kowale, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you so much, Scott. It's great to be with you. Uh, my name is Kolale Skandanian. I'm the Vice President and Chief Innovation Officer at Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. I'm also the Managing Director of Innovation Ventures, which is the commercialization arm of Children's National. And a role that I tremendously enjoy is uh, the principal investigator of an SBA-funded grant uh, that helps us establish the National Capital Consortium for Pediatric Device Innovation. So magnificent. Tell us a little bit. You've got these fascinating roles. Children's National is a famous, famous institution. Talk a little bit about how your career and how you ended up where you are today. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, so, so by background and by training, I am a mechanical engineer. So I got my undergrad and master's degree in mechanical engineer. Um, when I was in school back then, this is a long time ago, <laughs> we didn't have the discipline of uh, biomedical engineering, actually. So I trained as a general mechanical engineer and uh, typically, uh, you know, with that type of training, you can work in any environment that is ripe for innovation. Um, so I um, started my uh, very first engineering work at Intelsat. Uh, I should say that, you know, uh, even before that, uh, so right there I finished uh, my undergrad um, uh, training work. Um, I, I immediately entered the PhD program. Uh, and I got my PhD in industrial economics, uh, focusing on industrial uh, territorial planning. Uh, so fast forward, my first uh, job as an engineer uh, was with Intelsat, uh, which at that time had the monopoly over uh, geostationary satellite services in the world. Um, so today, as you know, um, uh, lower orbit satellites have um, come to the market, so geostationary satellites are no longer the only option. Um, so I, I enjoyed very much working uh, as an engineer, but then I decided that I needed some uh, business training. So I went back and I got my P, uh, MBA. Uh, I got my MBA and I was recruited from the campus by Accenture. Uh, to work in their telecommunications and high-tech um, sector at Accenture. Um, I had the pleasure of being part of a team at Accenture that developed the first ever consumer trouble entry management system web-based uh, for consumers that wanted to enter um, a problem instead of calling uh, that uh, telecom company, you know, they could go uh, to the website and um, more easily uh, communicate uh, with the help desk uh, at that company, which was post-merger. Uh, so that was a very, very interesting, um, you know, it was at first, you know, it was the time, you know, early 2000s, 
when the web uh, was enabling uh, corporations and companies to better serve uh, their consumers and their customers. Um, so um, <laughs> this is talk about take take a moment no 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 take a moment you've been at Children's National for twelve thirteen years first tell us just a little bit about Children's National and and maybe a point of pride on Children's National and then talk about the role of Chief Innovation Officer yes absolutely uh, so I wanted to walk you through how I got you know from telecom to healthcare uh, so it was true um, you know. Uh, a meeting that I had with one of my uh, professors um, who was given the position of research subject advocate at her university. And this is the time that uh, gene therapy had gone bad uh, in clinical trials. You know, we lost Jesse Gelsinger, um, a child uh, during clinical trials. Uh, so, so they wanted to have a um, system that could collect adverse events and they could make sense out of um, what's happening in clinical trials. Uh, so I was able to, um, you know, using my community hours at Accenture, develop a demo for the first ever adverse event reporting system, which was very similar to what I had developed for uh, the telecom company, the, uh, you know, trouble entry management uh, system. So I wanted to, you know, uh, give the analogy that, you know, what I had learned in telecom was actually being now used um, in, in, in healthcare. Uh, so, so um, that system that I developed became the first ever um, adverse event reporting system in an academic environment, was licensed uh, to a company that, that then commercialized it. Uh, so then I was recruited to Children's National. Uh, this was when uh, we had received a large gift of $150 million to establish the um, Sheikh Zayed Institute for Pediatric Surgical Innovation, uh, first in its kind in any uh, academic um, medical center, um, specifically in any children's hospital. Uh, so, so my role evolved, uh, you know, as a, a chief innovation officer in this manner. You know, I had, uh, I, I went through various, um, uh, you know, types of challenges and then uh, in my current role as chief innovation officer uh, I have um, you know three separate portfolios um, so we define innovation at Children's National and each hospital may define this very differently but the way we define innovation at Children's Hospital is either uh, a discovery or an invention that leads to a novel product that helps our patients. So it's really the process of translating a discovery, translating an invention to a tangible um, product, whether that is a drug, biologics, a device, a software, a process, but ultimately for the purpose of improving patients' health. Um, so this is how we define, and this is um, my role is basically, you know, work in these three buckets um, of research-based innovation, hospital-based innovation, and external innovation uh, to continuously and constantly source and scout uh, the best ideas for pediatric health. 
And do you ever think you you said that a core of what we do in defining innovation is things that will have actual impact on the patient? How important is it for someone running an innovation program to have that clarity of what their mission and goal is? Uh, that is a very int- uh, good point, and I uh, try to answer your question. And please let me know if I'm understanding it correctly. Um, there has to be a mission alignment. So. Um, our hospital has made research and innovation as one of its uh, three pillars uh, of uh, strategic plan. Uh, so it plays a very important role for the hospital uh, in general, and, and, and therefore there is an alignment. So there is a leadership commitment from the hospital. Uh, it's in our culture uh, to identify innovation, to nurture it, and uh, to ensure that proper resources are allocated to accomplish our mission. Please let me know if I'm answering this question correctly. No, no, very much so. I mean, because different innovation programs have different goals, and the more clarity, the better. I mean, talk about you. You're this brilliant person, PhD, MBA, immigrated here from Russia, I believe, have had this magnificent career and a great impact on, on our health system. And thank goodness for you. Talk a little bit about, about Children's National. You talked a little bit about the pillars of Children's National and just maybe a point or two of pride in Children's National. Absolutely. So uh, Children's National is, um, as you know, based in Washington, D.C. Uh, in 2020, we celebrated our 50th uh, anniversary. So uh, we've been around for 150 years. Um, uh, in 18, in 8070, uh, volunteers opened the hospital with only 12 beds. Uh, so today um, we um, serve, uh, we have over 313 certified beds at our hospital, uh, but we also have presence in the community. So it's not only our uh, campus, uh, the Sheikh Zayed campus on Michigan Avenue, uh, but uh, we have regional outpatient center and surgery centers uh, throughout Maryland and Virginia, as well as other areas in uh, DC. Uh, in 2021, um, this year, uh, we are opening a first in its kind uh, research and innovation campus um, on the former uh, Walter Reed Medical Center uh, properties uh, campus on Georgia Avenue. So if you recall about five years ago, uh, that base was closed. Walter Reed moved to Bethesda. So this campus um, was split into three parcels. Uh, one of the parcels was transfer, uh, uh, sorry, um, transitioned to Children's National. So it's a 12-acre uh, parcel, and our vision uh, to turn this um, into a first in its kind, and for right now, the very first uh, innovation campus that is solely focused on pediatric health. Uh, we have anchor tenants um, on this campus. Uh, one is the Johnson & Johnson J-Labs. Uh, it's a life science incubator. Uh, J-Labs is uh, starting its operation in April. Uh, 
they're moving uh, their resident companies uh, in April. Um, the team uh, will start actually uh, being on campus uh, sometime in March. Uh, but I should say that JLab that's Washington DC has been working for one year uh, behind the scenes while the campus is being developed and is being ready. Um, are there anchor um, tenants? Um, I should say that we have on this campus is Virginia Tech. Uh, so Virginia Tech is um, moving one of its largest lab focusing on pediatric uh, neuroscience. So there is a synergy between um, both J labs at Washington DC and Virginia Tech and our own researchers and innovators to work in an environment uh, collaboratively in partnership. Uh, so this is very unique and I just named uh, two of the anchor um, tenants of the campus that will be working uh, with us, but uh, much to come, much more to come. Uh, no, Kalele, Kalele, magnificent career. Just one more question, 60 seconds. What's your best advice for people trying to have a great career? You've had this magnificent career. What do you tell people that are trying to have great careers? What, what would you tell them in 60 seconds or so? Uh, I would say that, you know, first is that you have to be absolutely, as much as this sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. You have to be passionate about what you do. Um, because for me, this is not necessarily a job. Um, it's really, um, it's my passion. You know, I, I, I love to go to work every day. So be passionate about what you do. And then second is that, you know, find a sponsor, find a sponsor and a mentor that would be your uh, partner for uh, the life or your career. That is very important. I've been very fortunate to be where I am thanks to the great mentors and uh, sponsors that I've had. Fantastic. I think those are two great pieces of advice. Love what you do. Have a passion for what you do and find great mentors. Those are two magnificent pieces of advice. Kolale, what a magnificent career. I want to thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast and continue good luck to Children's National and you as the Vice President and CIO and also the other roles you have with the Capital Consortium for Pediatric Hospitals and the other roles you do. Magnificent. Kolale, thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. It's been a pleasure.